Welcome to Sailboat Racing in San Diego. On this episode, I have the distinct pleasure of speaking to Jim Dorsey about the J105 clinic he's organizing and a J22 Frostbite series, which just wrapped up. We also talk about why one design really just can be the best way to race. Let's get into it. Jim Dorsey. Today, I'd like to talk about the J105 clinic you're about to do and also the J22 Frostbite series. I'm so excited to be here, sir. I was wondering if you would do me a favor. In layman's terms, tell me, what is a J105? What does it look like? How does it perform? A J105 is a 34.5 foot boat, which rounds out to 105 decimeters. That's how it got its name. And they have an asymmetrical spinnaker. They have a fractional rig. And they were built in 1991 by the Johnstone family and there's about 650 J105s in the world. They're currently new and still being built believe it or not after over 30 years and it's a great family racer cruiser. The Nationals are hotly contested every year there's 30, 40 boats. I've done the last several Nationals in Rye, New York, San Francisco and uh, Annapolis, Maryland. The fleet is very, very strong nationally and worldwide. They're great boats. They're easy to sail. It's a great introductory to racing boat. And they crew with six or seven people, depending on there's a weight requirement. It's an owner-driver, non-pro class, which a lot of people complain about. And yet it's been very, very successful to use that format to bring new sailors onto the race course and have a great time racing J105s. Tell me about this clinic. Last year, we decided, we being the J105 fleet, there was a disparity between the top boats and the rest of the boats in the fleet. There's about 10 boats that are active in San Diego, and there's basically A fleet and a B fleet. What we wanted to do is we wanted to get the B fleet boats an opportunity to come and learn from the A fleet boats and bring them up to speed. The things that we've talked about in order to bring the J105s up to speed, there's a lot of things about sail trim, rig tune, crew positions, crew maneuvers, crew placement, weight placement. I've had a lot of experience in J105s and thought that I knew that what needed to be done. But I brought in an expert, Bill Hardesty, world champion, and he really, really focused on sailing the boats. Chuck Driscoll and I worked on, on how to make the specific boat fast. Bill worked on just how to sail fast. A great event. We decided to repeat it this year, March 2nd. So what got you into sailing J105s? Oh, great question, Sarah. Um, I never wanted to sail on a two out of five. <laughs> I didn't really like them, but San Diego Yacht Club changed the lifting cup from Shock 35s, which I sailed on with Dennis Case on wings, about a 20-year program. I did the lifting cup in Shock 35s, and then the Yacht Club decided to change the format to J105s. So I said, okay, bring it on. And Dennis Case bought one. Carolyn Hardy for Mischief bought one. And the fleet was born. So do you still have a bittersweet relationship to J105s? Or have they wooed you in any way to making you like them more? I would say the bittersweetness is gone. And certainly the love now is there. And what aspects have removed that kind of 
antagonistic relationship with the J105? That is because it's a successful or sustaining one design fleet. And as we have talked about before, I'm not a big rating guy Mm -hmm. because I've sailed in many, many rating races and everybody that loses says it was because of their rating. Sure. So what I like to do is sail fast with good preparation, good sales, good crew, win a race in one design and leave the rating guys to the rating guys. So I thought you said something really interesting about the B crew. So you're saying less experienced sailors and to get them up to speed. So you're all competitive. Yes. And can you walk me through how the clinic will work? Well, let's go back just a step and say that over the last several years, the same, I got to admit, the same boats win every regatta. Luckily, we happen to be one of those boats, but if the fleet will die or is dying because of that, what we need to do is bring the new owners up to speed. Now, here's some good news. There are a lot of new owners this year. We've had a lot of transitions in boat owners and we have a bunch of new guys in the fleet. So I don't want those guys to spend four years in the back of the fleet trying to figure out how to beat the new guys. So what I decided to do was do the same thing I did last. What I decided to do was have a clinic and I'm going to give every new guy every trick, every secret that I know about J105s so that they can come up and get out and be competitive. And if they beat me at the start, they'll have a good chance of Winning the race. In the old days, the new guys would not have the right rig tune, sail trim, or whatever, and get mm-hmm. passed and get last. And then they would sell their boat. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to do the, any good to the fleet. I want to build the fleet. I think it's a great boat. It's not a fantastic boat. It's a little underpowered for San Diego, but the boat that we are going to sail in, in the Lipton Cup and Masters, we've sailed in the last 10 years. We're going to sail in the next 10 years. I think it's going to be great. You mentioned that you may be needing crew for basically all the boats. Yes. What I'm wondering is who should apply? Good news and bad news. There's no formal database for the J105 crew in San Diego. But the good news is there's a database for the San Diego Yacht Club crew list. And I have my own database of about 98 right now crew that are available. So when the new owners tell me that they can't race this Saturday because they don't have a crew, Mm -hmm. well, they just didn't call me. Mm-hmm. I would have got them crew and to build the fleet. That's what I'm trying to do. So how does one get into your database? If you hear this podcast and are interested, email me at Jim at California aquatics.com. Okay. Or go on the San Diego Yacht Club website and go on the crew list. You don't have to be a Yacht Club member to be on that crew list, by the way. That's good to know. Oh, yeah, I want to sell. I definitely want to get in your database. <laughs> I think you already are. Okay, so Jim, I want to pivot to a race we just did that's fresh in our minds. Okay. The Frostbite, which you won the series. My boat, uh, driven captain by Mandy Stack. For Rob Brzezowski. That's right. And Jackie, that was an exciting race. The last one, we were in expected 30 knots. I think we saw 20 maybe on the course. Okay. Why not? I really enjoyed sailing the J-22s and I had a blast. You put it together. How did you come to sail J-22s and how did Frostbite get going? Sarah, thank you so much for talking about the J-22 fleet because I am one of the original supporters of the fleet and 
one of the original members of the fleet that brought the boats in. We originally bought six boats. That was our goal. Now we have 12. Can you believe that? <laughs> okay. We looked at several yacht clubs around the nation at San Diego Yacht Club, and they had fleets of boats that we could use for things like Club Champs, California Dreaming, which is a match race series, and other regattas. St. Francis had just bought 10 J-22s, brand new, because they had a very generous sponsor. And we decided to follow their lead because if you go up and down the coast, you would like to have the same kind of boats. UC Irvine was also committed to buying J-22s. So we said, okay, let's go get them. Our finances were a little more restricted. So we ended up buying used boats through people that donated, through donations. And I can tell you that there were some great, generous offers. Not like St. Francis, but <laughs> we bought used boats. Nice. We have a great fleet. We've built it up to 12 boats now. And I like one design. So I love sail the J-22s because if you're a good sailor and you go out in a J-22, you can beat the next guy. If you're a rich sailor and you go out in the TP-52s, you can beat the next guy. But I'm not a rich guy. I'm a good guy. So... I like to sail one design because you run what you brung. So come on, let's try to do the best thing you can. Let's try to sail the best in one design. We've done match racing, team racing, fleet racing, club racing, which is racing without spinnakers. And it's been a huge success. We've had some winners that are world champions win our club champs in J-22s. And it's been a great success story for San Diego Yacht Club. The boats are reasonably cheap. We have a great staff that maintains the boat. And when we go out and race, we can compete against our peers. There's great camaraderie on the docks because we do boat rotations. It's just been a huge success. I think that the best thing about the J-22 fleet is that the proximity to La Playa, which is a small basin right outside San Diego, is perfect for racing J-22s. It's just big enough so that you can get a start off, race around, no spinnakers. We learned that the first year. <laughs> and it turns out the best sailors win. La Playa is shifty. La Playa is tactical. Isn't that what we want? Absolutely. I hope I get to continue sailing on the J-22s because I am a new sailor. And honestly, I could see the potential of it getting me so far ahead and being able to read water, to learn rules of the road to deal with very aggressive competition. These boats, nobody doesn't want to win. There's a lot of closed shaves out there and you need to know what you're doing. And if you don't, you better learn fast. The amazing thing about J22 racing is that on a Wednesday or Thursday night, whenever we have the beer cans, you can sail five or six races in an hour. Yeah. And so in an Etchell's One Design Weekend, you sail five races in two days. But in a J22 beer can Thursday night race, you sail five races in an hour. So you get five starts and five weather mark roundings, five lured mark roundings in an hour. And then you meet with all your buddies on the dock, win or lose, have a beer maybe. And it's so fun, friendly, 
end. Here's the key. Mm. You learned so much about yeah. sailing. Hand-to-hand combat all what it's about. <laughs> You're right. Right? Guys yeah. that do a transpack, you never have a port starboard situation. But J-22s on a Thursday night in an hour, you'll have seven or eight <laughs> port starboard situations. And that's where you learn to get better, learn to enjoy sailing more, and have a great time. You can lose every race, come on in, have a beer on the dock, meet the people that you sail against and you learn and enjoy sailing so much more yes even in j105s i gotta tell you everybody goes back to their slips i raced in far 40s everybody goes back to their marinas Mm -hmm. and you don't really get to meet the people and and become friends with them the j22s have led me to meet so many good friends like you sarah (laughs) thank you I feel the same way. Yeah. There you have it. Yeah. I think you make a good point because you may have a debrief after how a race goes with the boat that you raced on. But on this, you get to debrief with all your competitors in a really supportive way. And I've never seen so many people doing their non-begrudging turns. You do your turns when you foul. And fouling's no big deal. You just learn from it. Just do better the next time. Absolutely. In the last couple of years, we've had a Olympic or U.S. graded umpires and judges like Colleen Cook or Bush come out and drive around in La Playa and they're calling the rules correctly. And you know what? There's so many infractions. The reason there's so many infractions because the boats are so close because the weather legs are so short. People learn the rules. Mm-hmm. That's a little different than the beer cans. No shade on the beer cans. I remember you saying something that I thought was really sweet and poignant at the awards ceremony. So you were getting the first place for the series and you thanked your crew, which was basically everybody in the whole fleet. And I just thought that was so sweet because at some point, everybody got to win with you. That's a good point. I want to talk just really briefly because I see all the two fleets, the J-22, which I'm a life member, the J105s, which I'm a half owner, getting the crew. I guess I have to bring up Danny North, who's been <laughs> my best crew on the J22s. And best thing to do if you have Danny North is to let him drive every once in a while. And this is the way you get good crew. You have to do good. You have to prepare. Okay. So it's so simple to win a sailboat. Okay. I'm going to tell you really oh, short. Everybody's going to want to hear this one. Okay. First of all, I want to say boat preparation. I've sailed on lots and lots of boats. There was only one guy that had told me to get down to the boat call earlier than anybody else. I sailed with a guy whose boat call was 8 a.m., which is ridiculous. It was on an Edgels. That guy was Dennis Connor. He was so focused on boat preparation. Between 8 and 9 a.m., before anybody else was there, we went over every shackle, halyard, every shiv. We looked at every tiny thing. He wrote a book called No Excuse to Lose. Actually, win that day. Well, you're not depending on luck. That was a long time ago, 20 years ago. I took that and I transferred it to the J-105. And in the Shock 35, I always have said, if you want to win a sailboat race, which is not everybody's goal. A lot of people want to show up at 1030, make it to the starting line about the time and have a good time sailing, which is fine. I love those guys that build the fleet. Mm-hmm. They buy drinks at the bar. It's good. But if you want to win, boat preparation was key. 
you got to be the best prepared boat that gets to the start. There's an article by the U.S. Sailing Women's Team that they go, if your boat's not set up better than the other teams, don't read the rest of this article. Mm. I'm not a genius. I'm not a magic guy like Dennis Conner or the other guys that have sailed with, Steve Hunt, Vince Brune. I'm just a organizer hmm. and I prepare the boat. So when we leave, as far as I can tell, we have the best boat, best sails, the smoothest bottom. All of our gear is perfect. Then you're going to do well. If any of those other things are lacking, if you want to win, it's just going to hamper you. Hmm. Now you can go out there with a boat that's not well prepared, go way left, catch a shift, win the race. But that's not the way I sail. Right. You have a J105, J Aquatic. Yeah. I want to talk to you more about that, but I would like this to be a to be continued. Off to Cabo. Here today. Gone to Maui. All right. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, this on. is wonderful. Completely inspiring. When are the dates of March 2nd. Bill Hardesty is going to be the teacher. We have four boats and come on down. You're going to learn a lot about sailing and mark groundings and... Yeah, if you have any room on crew, I'd like to be on board. Any of the boats. Of course you'll be on. Yes. Absolutely. We'll see you then. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for listening, and do go check out the San Diego Yacht Club site to get involved in the J105 clinic coming up. I know I'm going to. So till next time, and in between, see you out on the water.